was from Ferrari. On this episode of Why Watch That. Why Watch That's on a quest to help you find the movies and TV shows you'll love. Buckle in. Out of the ashes of the Second World War, Enzo Ferrari, played by Adam Driver, and his wife Laura, played by Penelope Cruz, started a car company that would come to epitomize the best of Italian craftsmanship. But its fraught beginnings weren't born solely from the devastation of war. It was also born from Enzo's dangerous devotion to racing. All of us are racers. It's our deadly passion. Our terrible joy. And that terrible joy is also the joy of competition. In 1957, 10 years after Ferrari opened its doors, its reputation as the maker of the fastest cars in the world is being threatened by another Italian automaker, Maserati. But that won't do for Enzo. It's slow. And that's no small thing. After all, there's more to making the cars that royalty want to drive than being in the record books. Even with wealthy patrons, you have to have the capital to produce enough cars to turn a profit and to finance your racing ambitions. And so? You're going broke. How? You spend more than you made. So what do I do? Win the Mille Miglia, Enzo. Or you are out of business. And here's why. In order to convince the right kind of investor to give him enough financing to keep building the cars of his dreams without undue interference, Enzo has to prove that his company is still on top. But to win that treacherous 1,000-mile race across Italy, he'll have to rely on his drivers, including the ever-persistent Alfonso de Portago, played by Gabriel Leone, master driver Piero Taruffi, played by Patrick Dempsey, and the impressive Brit, Peter Collins, played by Jack O'Connell. Even more importantly, though, he'll require Laura's support. This is a gun pointed at our head. You should assign me control of your stock. I have to have all the cards in my hand. Well, half the cards are in my hand. An apt question indeed. After all, Enzo's attentions haven't gone to Laura in quite some time. Instead, in addition to the Ferrari business, he's devoted to a little boy who lives in the Italian countryside. Two objects cannot occupy the same point in space at the same moment in time. And he's devoted to that boy's mother, Lena Lardi, who's played by Shailene Woodley. No one can back. How can I stay <laughs> So, just like that crash on the track, there's a crash just waiting to happen in his personal life. And even worse, when it comes time to save his company at the Mille Media, there's tragedy. Anthony is looking for a scapegoat, then here I am. But he'll have to answer for more than that, because when it comes to what he and Laura have survived, facing the ire of the Italian public is nothing. Not too long ago, they lost their son, and understandably, they haven't been the same since. You blame me for his death? Yes! Yes, because you promised me he wouldn't die! Everything! I did everything! But everything wasn't enough, even when he was sure it was. The father deluded himself! The great engineer! 
I will restore my son to wealth. But that display of remorse isn't enough for Laura, especially since she knows about Lena and her little boy. Because you were so consoled at Castelvetro, you lost your attention. You had another boy growing stronger while Dino was getting weaker. What goes on in your mind? He got sick. And that's why the love between them went up in a puff of smoke. It destroyed us. What do you care? Huh? You have another son. You have another wife. She's not my wife, but he is my son. And with that, Enzo and Laura have a decision to make. Will they stand together to fight for their company? Or will they tear it and each other apart? Does Laura really mean it when she says, Wenzel, go beat the hell out of them. All right, Ferrari, we're about to get into that. But before we get into that, I wanted to take the time to thank you guys for watching why I watched that, liking, subscribing, and commenting. Um, yeah, and before we get into the episode, we're going to tell you about the format of this show. Yeah, I'm the critic. I've watched it. I will review it, of course. The producer has not watched it, but she will give her impression based on the plot summary and my review. Now, when and where can people see Ferrari? Yeah, Ferrari is available in theaters on Christmas Day. That is December 25th. If you didn't know. Yes. Yes. So will you be going out on Christmas Day or thereafter, producer, to watch? The racing sights of Ferrari. I will not. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I won't. What a letdown. I know. Well, would you watch it at all? Yes, I would watch it. Now, this is a movie with some racing in it. I know. Like, that's why I had to think about it. I'm like, is this, oh. does this qualify for, like, my go out and, you know, watch a movie because there's action on the screen? Um, no, it's not enough things blowing, being blown up. Are so you sure? <laughs> it's <laughs> a good point when you start to build things there's a lot of blowing up because you don't get it right all the time and there's, there's and some literal crashes, crashes yes right that as well yeah probably not if mm -hmm. somebody if some, someone could convince me to leave the house like maybe i wouldn't do it unmotivated mm -hmm. yeah are you challenging me are you saying can i convince you to go out <laughs> i'm not pr for ferrari maybe no <laughs> Well, let's come back to that later, mm -hmm. but you would watch it. I would totally take. watch it, yeah. Yeah. When this movie starts, okay, we have, you saw it in the plot summary, some of that vintage-like footage of Adam Driver's Ferrari driving, mm -hmm. right? That black and white grainy kind of stuff, which was kind of cool. But right after that, he there's the opening scene, really. He's in bed. With Shailene Woodley's character, you're like, okay, there's a, a family scene. There's a little boy in his bedroom. You know, it's the morning. He gets up. He kisses the little boy on the head. He goes out. And what I did appreciate from the very beginning, this is directed by Michael Mann, famed director, is, and by the way, let me say this as well, the screenplay is by, let me find that for you. Troy Kennedy Martin. So the two of them together crafted just a wonderful way of showing instead of telling who, well, an aspect of Enzo. Because instead of starting the engine in like their driveway, I'll put that in quotes, 
you watch him get in the car and like roll it down that dirt path. Why? Mm. You'll see why. Is the car broken or something? Mm. You'll see. It was just, it was great the way that that started right then they had me i was like okay you have me in this moment i hope you don't lose me another way that they use the language of film to tell the story was later on we finally understand what's going on between enzo laura and lena they tell the backstory of this trio when Enzo goes to the opera. Let me say it that way. So on stage, we have the two actors in the, in the opera production, but they close, they do a close-up on them and they take all the music away. It's just them singing. Mm-hmm. It doesn't sound that great either. Mm-hmm. So you hear them just singing without music and we see flashes of the backstory. Very creative. Unexpected. And that, is a big part of what makes this movie work when it does the unexpected because the central dynamic between Enzo and Laura, it constantly subverts your expectations mm-hmm. and it does so smartly. You think something's going to happen, but it doesn't. Mm-hmm. They really do a great job of that. And they do a great job of helping us understand both sides. This is in the lingering shadow of war after all, mm-hmm. right? Also, you know, you have Penelope playing Laura, so who knows what's going to happen. But the great thing about all that emotion that Penelope's going to give you is she keeps her wits about her. That's what was so interesting about this character. And I don't know how real it is. But the Laura on screen managed emotion and wits at the same time. We don't typically see that. Mm Mm-hmm. And when it comes to Enzo, he doesn't shy away from what he did and why. I loved all of it. Loved all of that. Hmm. Loved it. Now, that was good because I can't say the editing was always right. Not always. The first time when, okay, Maserati comes in, they steal the record. They got to get it back. You know, Enzo's like, we'll get it back. There's this whole scene when they try to do that. The resolution of that was a bit awkward i didn't think it was balanced right i was kind of like huh Hmm. we're done with that like that Mm. also overall a lot of the story can mush together a bit too much another way of saying it is they force you to pay more attention than you really should to follow Mm -hmm. along Mm -hmm. you got a real sometimes you don't even know what they're saying Hmm. and then you're like okay on top of that how does this all relate what are you really telling me it's a little too mushy. It could have been a bit clearer. Let me tell you though, um, Enzo's mama, that some of that was funny. I, <laughs> this woman. Mm. She was saying some stuff. I was like, somebody help her, please. Mm. <laughs> <sighs> but you like the punch of some of that acting we needed um from the editing. Mm-hmm. That's what I would say. Also. Coming back to uh, the characters here, what I also liked um, is when it comes to the script, there were some nuggets of wisdom from Ferrari that just managed to lift out of some of that mush. It mm-hmm. just ma- One thing he says to the little boy, the son, 
something like this, it, it might not be exact, but when a thing works better, generally it's more pleasing to the eye. Mm. That's a great line. Mm. <laughs> I mean, because mm -hmm. then you start going, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So what is the nature of attraction, essentially? Mm -hmm. What are we mm -hmm. picking up on? A simple line. Just beautifully written, well-executed, things like that I did appreciate, which takes me to Adam Driver's performance. You can't understand what Adam Driver's doing, really, without understanding what Penelope Cruz is doing. They are both doing a performance together. Because what one does, does sorry, allows the other to do something else. She's the emotion. She's the one lashing out. He counterpoints that until that scene that we showed in the plot summary, which he, when he really goes for it, a lot of it is, okay, I'm staying away from her. So if that's the story, you have to have a Penelope Cruz play this. Mm -hmm. It requires that kind of acting. It requires somebody who can stick it. Yeah. Penelope can do that all day long. Uh, you know, just please give us a meal and something to drink. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, that's Penelope Cruz. If you don't know, if you haven't seen Penelope Cruz in non-Hollywood pictures, like her work with Almodovar, you got to, you do not know Penelope Cruz until you watch her in Almodovar's work, especially the early stuff. When I did, I was like, oh, I know why she made it in Hollywood. Mm -hmm. It's not just looks. Mm -hmm. No, she can act. Mm -hmm. So you need that kind of thing so that Adam Driver doesn't have to do his normal weird stuff. <laughs> I mean, it's Adam Driver. He's always going to do something where you go, oh, okay. But it's very buttoned up. And so you, that's what they're doing together. Like the cars. Mm. So I think of this as the two of them in tandem creating something. Mm -hmm. Now that leads me to Shailene Woodley, who was miscast. Mm. Gotta say it, not sold on it. And the issue is, unlike Laura, you don't get a lot of her character in this movie. It's not a lot of character building. So what you need is an actor who can bring all of that that's not on the page. Mm -hmm. She's not ready for this kind of role. She's not ready. No, I still mm -hmm. see like 20 something. Now, this character's not that old. The character's probably around Shailene's real age. But that's not the point. It's how you feel. And it's not on the page. So you've got to have somebody, when we see them, we get it. No, that's not what happens here. And I'm always fair. If I make that kind of criticism in casting, who would you replace her with, right? Because mm -hmm. that is the question. You can't just say that. Who would you replace her with? Jodie Comer, who was in Killing Eve and so on, The Last Duel. Jodie is around the same age as Shailene. If she's on the screen, she ain't got to say nothing. Hmm. And there's one scene that Lena has, that Shailene's character, when she's looking at Enzo in the mirror, you got to land that. That's the scene. It was all right. But I just think, I don't think she's ready for that. Shailene's skill is, is a more fragile kind of skill. 
it's more internal, cerebral, you know, muted, that kind of thing. That's when she's a little better. If you need that kind of character, not this. Because she can't withstand everything we're seeing from Adam Driver and Penelope Cruz. It's just, no, Jodie Comer. Now, contrast that, for instance, the rest of the cast, because she's not the only character where you go, oh, there she goes. <laughs> there are a lot of people. There's Jack O'Connell. He's a movie star. There's Patrick Dempsey. That's not a lot of them, but you cast them because they bring what we need that you can't put into the script if you're focusing on the central relationship. We buy Patrick Dempsey as the lead driver. That's some of the experience. This is his last rock. I mean, you just look at him, you got, you buy it. So that's the kind of thing I'm talking about, that difference. And Patrick Dempsey has a lot less to do than Shaylee Woodley in this movie. So there you go. You know, overall casting, I was cool. Just Shailene. I think the rest made sense. Now, from that to this, back to what we're seeing on screen, like I was saying to you, producer, going to a theater, what about the racing? I like movies like this, whether they are narrative or documentary. I like movies about racing and cars. I just like it. And watching this, to me, Michael Mann and his DP and everyone else, they found a way to make it looked classic. It looked period specific, of course, along with what, what you're doing with the production, the set, the wardrobe, all of that stuff, the actual cars themselves. So it, it seemed classic and new at the same time. They found slightly different ways to show these cars. In the, when they finally get to the, to the uh, Mille Media, you're in day, you're in night. They, it was just the sound of the engines. Every time they drive the car, it's almost, you go, because oh, that's what Ferraris do. You get that feeling of it. I love that stuff. I really did. And again, for me, somebody who likes this kind of thing, I appreciated that they, it, they just made it faint, feel just new enough. Just new enough. So overall, is it a flawed film? Yes, but it is a film. There's thought here, there's care, and there's subtle creativity. And in thinking of some other race car movies, let's say, or car movies, I like this better than Ford v. Ferrari, another Ferrari movie, like this better. I like it a little less than Rush from uh, some years ago. But I think if you like cars, if you're romantic about it, this is your movie. You just have to make sure that you listen close. Gotta really listen. All right, so producer, there you go. What do you think? Are you still not going to the theater? How dare you? Yeah, I'm still not going to the theater unless I'm motivated by a person, but I will watch this for sure. Yeah, and if you do go to a theater to see it, which is, on Christmas, it's the only way to watch it. It's a film. Yeah. It's going to make sense, mm -hmm. especially with the cars and all of that. And you'll see some of the things that happened that I get, didn't get into in the plot summary, because while it looks like we gave a lot away, <laughs> we really didn't. Yeah. <laughs> so you'll see some, there's 
there's a moment at the end where you'll go, oh my gosh, did this really happen? Yes. Mm. All right. So with that said, everybody, enjoy your holiday season, whether it's with Ferrari or not. We will continue to bring some reviews, um, by the way. So look out for us over the holiday. You never know what you're going to get. Thanks for joining us. For up-to-date info and to share what's on your watch list, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok at Why Watch That and on Twitter at WWT Radio. Also, you can visit us at whywatchthat.com. And while you're at it, don't forget to go ahead and rate Why Watch That Radio on iTunes. Let's keep the conversation going.